Welcome to Breaking Butterfly, the podcast for the girls who want more out of life. I'm your host, Maddie Maple, confidence and business coach, motivational speaker, and six-figure entrepreneur. I'm here to lead you into ultimate confidence, feminine leadership, and help you create the life of your dreams. So if you're ready for your next up level, let's go. Butterfly Podcast. Welcome. Happy Thursday. I hope everyone is having a beautiful week so far. Today's episode is one of my favorites, actually, because I've mentioned my beliefs and kind of how I've been working with my cycle, with my period over the last, like, probably year. I've kind of mentioned little like tidbits and pieces of how important I think it is to work with your period. Um, But today's episode is a whole episode just about periods. And I'm really excited for this because I just, I think this conversation is so important, so important. And um, we get to talk to somebody or I got to talk to somebody and you guys get to listen in on someone that is really, really educated on the whole period conversation. And so this is going to be such a good one, such a valuable one. And I just feel so honored that I got to talk to a good friend of mine, Christina, um, who I've known for a bit now over Instagram and I'm in a program with her and I just absolutely love and adore her. Um, And I got to talk to her and I feel so honored to have had her on the podcast and um, have you know, a conversation with her about something so, so important. So today is a guest episode with Christina. It's going to be fucking fantastic. I hope you guys absolutely love this one. Um, But really quickly, a quick update. If you are listening to this um, on Thursday when I release this episode, the giveaway that I am doing ends tomorrow night at midnight, Friday, Um, at midnight. So make sure that you guys get entered if you want to be entered in the giveaway. Just for a quick reminder, this giveaway that is celebrating this rebrand and relaunch of Breaking Butterfly, um, the things that you are being entered to win are a one-on-one call with me plus two weeks of Voxer support after our call. You'll be receiving UIPC, my manifestation course. You get a cute journal, pens, a rose quartz heart crystal. You get a $35 gift card to Barnes & Noble for new personal development books. You get a massage, um, which I will be just collaborating with the winner on what is available in your area. Whatever massage you want to get, I'm going to pay for it for you. You get a 16-pack of Raverade and a water bottle to go with it for hydration. And then you also get a beautiful jewelry set from Moon Bloomer with the cutest butterfly necklace and earrings and ring. Um, and yes, one winner literally receives all of this. It is the ultimate 
self-love and growth and personal development package. And I'm so, so excited to give this to somebody. And all of the details to enter are on my Instagram. And my Instagram will be down below in, um, in the show notes. And so go over to my Instagram and get entered to win the giveaway. So so, so, so excited for this giveaway. Again, it ends tomorrow night at midnight. So just wanted to give that little heads up and a little reminder for that. Um, but other than that, I have no other reminders or updates or anything I want to share except for this beautiful episode with Christina. So here it is. All right, guys, I am here with Christina Winkler and I literally have never been this excited, I don't think, for a conversation because it's going to be something like I've never talked about on – well, I've, I've talked about it on my podcast, but not on whole, a whole episode. Um, it's definitely like a new topic and a new really fun conversation, so I'm so grateful to have her here. Um, if you don't know who Christina is, she is a freelance farmer living on the big island of Hawaii – so jealous. Um, And her mission in life is to cultivate a personal connection and relationship with Mother Earth and to live in complete harmony with her while sharing what she's learning along the way with others. Um, She's so passionate about plants, prayer, permaculture, (laughs) permaculture, got it. (laughs) That's such a hard word. Permaculture um, and is just really deeply inspired to support others in reclaiming sovereignty and connection with their womb space, how to honor their blood, how to honor their cyclical nature, and to discover the power that lies within the divine feminine. Ooh, you got me caught up with all these big words. (laughs) (laughs) Cyclical? Cyclical? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, this is Christina. Obviously, she's brilliant. She's intelligent, is using all these words that are hard for me to pronounce. Um, and if if you didn't get the vibe from her little um, introduction there, we are going to be talking about periods today. Oh. Woo! <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm so excited. I did um, a masterclass with Christina in this program that I'm doing. And literally, immediately when we got off the masterclass, I messaged Christina and I was like, come on my podcast. Like, we have to talk about this. Um, so yeah, before we dive in, say hello. You can introduce yourself a little bit more. I know I, I shared a lot about you, but just say hi and tell us anything else you feel inspired to share. Hi. Yeah, I'm Christina. That was a great intro. And yeah, I feel like I have a lot of these different passions that kind of seem a little bit disjointed or not connected, but I kind of am trying to find that common thread throughout them all. And I'm currently working through the ways I want to offer the things that I know. And I'm kind of in that beginning cocoon phase. And so that feels really exciting for me to just kind of prepare to birth these different offerings and passions into an actual like workshop form. So the class that you're talking about, um, that was literally my first time ever actually presenting on it in that way. And afterwards, I had the same feeling of like, I need to be doing this. Like, I know that there's so much more that I need to learn that I want to learn that I will learn. But at this point right now, there is still so much that I feel called to share and like so passionate about and like it just came through so clear and I was Mm -hmm. just like 
Like I dropped in a couple, you know, like 15 minutes before and just tried to, you know, be that open channel for the wisdom to come through. And it just like the whole thing flew by. I feel like I almost like blacked out because I don't know like the details. I honestly need to rewatch it because I'm just, you know, it's like I felt so in the zone. And so, yeah, that was really motivating. And I keep keep going on that. Yeah. Like me and Jane actually were – um, Christina's worked with Jane a little bit too. You guys know Jane. Um, and we were just talking about you right before this of just like, we are so happy and excited that you're kind of stepping into this role of like sharing all of these things and teaching and and leading. And, um, like I, I've always known Christina just on Instagram, we've messaged back and forth and then mm-hmm. we're in this program together, but she gave this masterclass you guys. And I was like, no offense, Christina, but like, what just happened? Like, I did not know this was you. Like, she just was like a fucking rock star. Like, I would have thought that she was like teaching this and like, like teaching this information for years. That's how it just came across. Cause like you just said, you were just like so tapped in and it was Mm -hmm. so valuable. I was, I mean, I was just like really, really impressed. And this is definitely what you're supposed to be doing in my eyes. Like, so I'm, I'm just really glad that you're feeling that. inspiration or that call to Mm -hmm. share yeah thank you so much yeah it's so good um okay cool so before we dive in share a little bit more about your your story so the woman we're going to hear from today is probably not the woman you were a year ago two years ago three years ago so as far back as you want to go kind of just tell us a little bit about your journey up until now and what led you to being here on this on this call with me. Yeah, I know so much. Oh yeah, so I've lived in Arizona my whole life and I went to college at the University of Arizona in Tucson and I always felt really sure of my calling towards learning about literally anything to do with the earth, nature. That felt very broad at the time and I felt really inspired by my classes and learning about plants and different research projects that I was doing. And that all felt really great. But I also had this sense of not really knowing exactly who I was or honestly confidence, not having confidence in my my worth, in my value, not having the belief that I can do whatever I set my mind to. I felt very, the way I would describe it coming out of college into this time of, okay, it's time to figure it out and choose something, get a job, you know, do the adulting thing. And I just had this sense of like, I don't know. I don't think that the world values what I know. And so I don't really know what I'm going to do. Just a lot of like questioning. And Mm -hmm. I ended up doing field research for a couple years, which I really liked. But, and then with COVID, I just felt like my job was really impacted by it. And it was like, I was on call whether I was even going to have a job or not because it was federally funded and we have to follow all these rules. And there's just like, it just felt the, the phrase I kept using was like, this just feels out of my hands. Like, I feel like I'm just being pushed around life and I don't have any control over what's happening Mm -hmm. to me. And I was at the time also in a relationship that wasn't the greatest and just feeling confused of like, what do I like? I knew that it wasn't for me. I knew that I wasn't living in the way that 
like my highest self that I know I'm capable of living. I knew I wasn't living it, but I wasn't also like a complete mess, you know, like on the outside, I had like, you know, some things together. I wasn't like depressed or anything. Like it was just this sense of just like, I don't have control. Yeah, and, something was almost just off yeah. a little bit. And I didn't like that because, you know, I like to have control and to feel impassioned and driven and have that sense like that lives in me. And I know that. So kind of not feeling that just felt very kind of just off putting for me. Um, and what actually really like pressed start on my whole transformational journey, I, I think, was working with Jane. And I did a masterclass with her and it was just an hour long future timeline meditation. And in that meditation, I saw Hawaii. I woke, she leads you through and I woke up and it was like, I'm opening the door and I'm looking out and there's this amazing view and I'm on this porch and I'm just, it was so vivid and so clear and just the the whole, the whole meditation, I just, it felt so visceral and so just amazing to think about it afterwards I was like wow and it really felt too like it came to me it wasn't like I sat there and was like racking my brain like okay where do I want to go it wasn't like that and I've had experiences like that where sometimes the meditations don't actually feel super um like something's coming through me it just I feel really heady effortless yeah exactly so this was just super effortless very just like and I I afterwards I was like uh, I need to talk to Jane because I, because she asked a question and at the end of it, she was like, do you want more of this? If you want more of this, then, you know, let's talk. And that whole day, I remember it was on a Saturday and I was just like beaming. I was so happy the whole day. I just carried this sense of like, I am happy. And I like had a vision of my future and it felt so good. And I was just like super happy. And yeah, I talked to her about it and explained what was in my meditation. And she was like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's, I do. Yeah, you'll totally do it. Let's like, let's see, you know, when it'll happen. But she just had that instant sureness of like, yes, that's valid. That dream is valid. That's beautiful. I love it. And let's, let's do this work together. And I was just like, okay, let's do this. And I had never been really in a coaching program before. And Mm. it just felt so amazing to have someone one-on-one support me Yeah. when I really at the time was like just needing some just support it's like it's like having a friend but a third-party friend that is also super skilled and like you know has been creating something to share in this way and um I did her sanctuary program which is really beautiful because it's based off the um, chakras which I Mm -hmm. loved because it just like really took me through all of these different stages and aspects of my life. And I got to just kind of look at each one and, you know, certain weeks felt harder. Like I actually was going through a breakup, the breakup of the same relationship I was mentioning during the heart chakra week, which was so funny because I'm just like, oh my God. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, of course, it makes so much sense. And it was just so funny because even on that day, it just, the whole, our, the meeting that we had, it was literally just like, she was like, let's just talk. I'm just here for you. Like, let's just like, let's just talk about this. And it's like, I, it felt so good to really lay out exactly what I was feeling and why and what was going on. And I wasn't receiving the same like 
support from like my mom or a best friend who's, you know, just wants to console and make me feel better. She was like, yeah, I think it's time, you know, this doesn't fit. Yeah. It, does this fit with your, you know, it's just a little more of like harsh, the harsh truth. And yeah, I always tell my clients, like, I am the friend that will say the things that your friends would never say to you. And <laughs> exactly. that's my job. <laughs> so. Exactly. And I've been loving that sense of like, I've been trying to incorporate that just into everyone that I talk to now. Cause I'm like, there's just no room to be tiptoeing around people. And if you're really wanting to help someone, you have to be real. You, you can be nice, yeah. but you don't, you know, it doesn't help anyone to not tell them the truth. And so I really received that from Jane. And in those three months, then by the end of it, by the end of working with her, I had officially found a farm to do a work trade with on the big island and had everything set and was super excited and or near after when I started working with her. Is it like at the um, end of the winter last year? And that just felt I also that was the first time I had ever like really understood what it meant to have a morning and evening ritual to have a consistent meditation practice, consistent yoga practice, to actually really think about what I'm eating. That is like, it sparked all of these little things that just allowed me to take care, better care of myself. And yeah. when I'm able to do that, then all this other stuff could happen for me and things could become aligned and I could manifest what was what I was wanting. And so that's why I've always really loved your teachings too. I just love the concept of, and it also helped me to hear like you need to be on the vibration of what you want. And then that's when you'll get it. And that's when it'll come to you because you're you're just operating at that. And so yeah. I think that that's kind of what, that's the way I see it is like, I was starting to align my life in the way that I wanted it to live. And then the things started to come together. And I was like, I still have this, when things work out sometimes I'm like, I can't yeah. believe it. It's like, you know, and I'm, I'm really working right now to like, you know, not be shocked and to just know, of course I got it because of, of course, and to not have so much shock because yeah. that still is real for me. But, and yeah, so now that I lived on a um, farm in Hilo for seven months, which this was a whole thing. It's like, there's so much stuff that happened during that time. Um, I met an amazing woman named Soul, who was a huge inspiration for me to really dive deeper into womb related topics and what it means to be connected to my womb and to be connected to the divine feminine. And she introduced me to workshops and um, other basically teachers who showed me embodiment practices, who gave me a space of women to share with. And it was just mind blowing. Like every time I'd go, I would just drop into tears every time. And I'd kept being like, I don't know why this is happening to me. But every time I like get in this space where it's just women together, it makes me so emotional. I feel like so deeply connected to this collective hurt and pain that women have felt from being disconnected from each other, from being disconnected from our bodies. And so that was like the initial just gratefulness to have that experience. And now I'm trying to take it to the next level. What am I, what do I want to share and offer? What, what is the way that I see it? And how can I kind of put my flair on it and make it really accessible and exciting because it is, <laughs> and it's, it's amazing that we bleed. And it's amazing that even if you don't bleed, that we people can honor the people who do bleed and we can 
literally all work together as a cohesive humanity, you know? And it's like, I know that in the Mm -hmm. past it happened. So it's like, I know it will come back. And life is to me, Mm -hmm. I see it like a circle. It's like, we lost it. And it's, and you know, there's a lot of things that were gained, I think from that too. And we're just going to circle back and just rise rise as as the feminine and rise into what that means in this patriarchal society and reclaim our right to be seen as women with wombs you know and to really be honored and supported and seen and heard and all of those things that we all want so much so yeah that's a long story but (laughs) that's where we're at i mean I just, I just think you're incredible. Like I, wow. Um, and all of this, first of all, all of this, because you had this hit of inspiration, you had a little vision and you just fucking ran with it. And, and the rest is history. Like that's how this all started. You did a a visualization, you had a vision, somebody believed in you a little bit and was like, yeah, that's a good vision. And you just ran. And then all of these things. And I, I think it's, Uh, especially when you're that tapped in and you're manifesting things that fast, it's almost, yes, yes, you don't want to be like so shocked of like, you know, why is this happening to me? But I think it's, it's almost good to be shocked. Like, it's almost like fun to be shocked when like, look, look at all of the things Mm -hmm. that have happened to you. I mean, it's, you can't help but be like, shocked a little bit in the magic. Like, do we, will we ever actually get used to magic like no that's what i'm yeah it's like it's like just this realization and i i have this moment often where i'm just like i almost feel like i'm like tripping i'm just like is this like life is so perfect and synchronistic and beautiful it's like it's hard to grasp sometimes like how perfect and synchronistic like so something's happened that I'm like, okay, like this is just, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah. it's almost comical. It's just like, we make such a big deal and we're so serious, but it's really not. It's like, you can do anything you want. And like, think yeah. about that. That's so empowering and enlightening to have that knowing, you know, it's like, we're literally our biggest critic, our biggest obstacle. And the more we work yeah. through those obstacles and live in the way that we are, feel is in alignment then more things will come and yeah I don't think it'll ever stop being surprising because <laughs> yeah I mean I mean what got you to that knowing though because I feel I mean it was probably a bunch of little things right like mindset work with Jane or or your first little manifestation that ga- you know gave you a little belief but like I mean how how did you get that knowing because I think like a lot of people right now it's like they want to know that they want to know that life is beautiful Mm -hmm. they want to know that there's synchronicities and everything's working out for them and they can do anything that they want but there's not a a knowing in a lot of people did you always have the knowing or um I don't think no (laughs) I don't think I don't (laughs) think to the same degree I think it's definitely something that I am developing especially right now like really trying to focus on having that knowing and it's for me it really came through actually i think in in with journaling and mantra work i really started to realize there are some things about myself that are unnegotiable that i know that are my absolute superpowers and strengths 
And that came from every day writing things I value about myself. And I realized like, there's just some stuff that won't change. Like I'm passionate. That comes through with everyone I meet. I know that. I know that I have drive and passion and ambition. And so getting to that point of like, I'm writing every day. I am ambitious, dedicated, you know, whatever. And it all comes out just, you know, and it would be just a little bit every day, but that practice, like, I just kind of realized like, wait, yeah, there's a lot of things that I know that I'm good at and I'm not going to like diminish it anymore. And I'm, I'm going to trust in that and trust that even a couple of things are good that I feel are good about myself or that make me feel good about myself, that that's enough to, to start to develop that knowing. And I think that's the thing is like everyone has something that's like super powerful and special. And we know it when we meet people and we start to form relationships. It's like really easy to see in other yeah. people. And so I've noticed too, like as I try to do it for myself, I'm really trying to reflect it towards others and be really clear with them. Like, this is how I see you. This is what I see your superpowers as. And like really helping other people, even just in my life, develop that knowing. Cause like, that's the key. You know? yeah. And it's like, I still have periods where I get really, of course, in my doubts and I question myself and I'm like, am I really going to make it? What am I even doing? Like so many yeah. doubts and fears still come up, but then that's when I turn to people and I'm like, Hey, yeah. I'm feeling this. Like it feels not good to think this and I don't want to. And then they're like, then I receive that confirmation and then I'm, you know, slowly work my way back. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, I love that. I've actually never heard that perspective of like, start with what you do know. Cause I teach a lot about mm -hmm. beliefs, right. And how to change your beliefs, how to, you know, change that belief from nothing's going to work out for me to everything's going to work out for me. Um, but I, I've, I've never actually thought about the perspective of start with, the, the good things that you do know, like that are true and it helps develop like that deeper knowing. Mm -hmm. That's really good. I like that. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. <laughs> so going back to what you were saying a little bit earlier, you're talking about like um, being in groups of women, right? And mm -hmm. feeling this like connection to them and – just, just all of that. So I, I've never been like a girl's girl. Like I had my girlfriends, but I just never really connected to the feminine very much. And which is funny because I was very like girly girl. Like I was, I've always been pink sparkles, high heels and, you know, my little like plastic crowns and I was little and everything. Like I've always been girly, but I've always been very like masculine in my energy and, um, Whatever. I, I just never, like, could get on, like, the feminism train. Mm -hmm. But lately, I actually – this even came up in my Akashic Records with Jane was, like, feminism. And I've realized that, like, I've been a little resistant to it, but a big part of my mission is kind of what you were talking about of, like, this connection of women. Like, we – we have been suppressed for so long or had this hurt or been disconnected from ourselves, our bodies, each other, like been turned against each other, been told like we aren't good enough, been told like, you know, our voices don't matter, our opinions don't matter. And I think I was almost like desensitized myself to all of that for so long. I was just like, whatever, like you feminists, like whatever, like it's not that bad. But now I've been seeing like in a whole new light 
this, you know, I'm even reading this book on confidence right now. I keep mentioning it over and over like every podcast. I'm like mentioning this book, but it's interesting because it's the statistics of like um, men and women and their confidence in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And women just aren't as confident. They're just not like we just, it opened my eyes to like how um, kind of out of whack it actually is how disconnected we actually are from like our power. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so just as of lately, I've been really getting like fascinated and passionate about like woman leadership. Like I truly do believe that like women's like we have the wombs, like we literally, we literally birth life. Mm-hmm. We, I think we are supposed to be birthing the ideas into the world that, you know, how things should be ran. Um, we just have so much more power than than people even realize. Um, I forgot where I was going with that, but I've just been coming in, coming into this, coming into this like womanhood. Like we are supposed to rise up together. Mm-hmm. Like we have so much power. So when you talk about like you know discovering the power that lies within the divine feminine, like can you speak more kind of just on on this topic in general? Like what does it mean to you to actually like find that power like what is the power within our womb what is the power within getting like in tune with the femininity our bodies the blood like i just what's the power in in all of all of that to you oh yeah that, that was a really loaded question i, I don't it's know if that's no, beautiful it's a great question well first i'm just also reflecting on what you were speaking to about feeling kind of maybe desensitized to connection with women and Mm -hmm. when I think about and in the workplace even I think about it I just I go back to when I was in middle school and high school and the way that I was made to feel when I was on my period for me Mm -hmm. a big memory is just being belittled for being emotional or crazy Mm -hmm or any of those things. And it's like, when I really think about it in the moment, it didn't actually make me so upset. It's just like, it creates this subconscious thinking that you then live from. And that's where that lack of confidence comes from. It's just these little tiny programmings that we've had in us from a long time ago that I think Mm -hmm. is related to our periods, because for me, emotionally, that is my, the emotions of women are not honored. The cyclical nature of our beings is not honored Mm. in society ever. It never has been since I've never been in a place besides women's circles (laughs) that as a whole, like as a system that really sees and honors that the changing of women. And that is to me, the biggest reason why there is that lack of confidence, because we are not at 100 all the time. We go like this every single month. And of course, we're going to feel bad about ourselves when we're trying to keep at this 100%. Yes. Like it's it's not going to work. And then it just leads you to these negative like thought loops. Oh, I'm not, I'm not enough. I don't feel good. I can't push through this. I can't do that. I don't have the energy. I literally can't move. I don't have the energy. Even if it's for a week, it's like, that's a, that's not that long of a time, but if you're trying to push, push, push and be at a hundred percent, a week of not feeling at a hundred percent 
is going to put you in that negative mindset of I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I don't have the capacity to show up in the same way these other people do. And even if it's not about comparison, it's just, we know that we have this high capacity within us, yet we judge ourselves when we're at this lower, maybe inward reflective state. And so I think really tuning into, to me, the divine feminine understands and knows the cyclical nature, understands that we will be on this wave and we will ride it. And that is our power because when you're at that low, low energy state, that's actually when we are at our most intuitive, our most connected, our most observant. We literally have epiphanies, life-changing epiphanies. When we allow that space, when we don't force ourselves to push and do things that we don't feel like doing. And so when I think getting to that level of just, I will honor where I'm at today, that's like step one (laughs) is like, you know, just it's a promise to myself that I will keep. I am going to honor my energy level. I'm going to honor my body. I'm going to check in with myself before doing anything ever at all times. Do I want to do that? And it's like really checking in because there's this expectation of showing up for things that you planned two weeks ago. And, you know, I think that there's a lot of times I've experienced this where there's kind of this stereotype, stereotypical um, kind of like flakiness or I changed my mind or that kind of thing. And I feel that that is associated with our changing biology and we should be able to honor that and not be shamed for it. So, and it's, yeah, it's really, it's not about like proving that I'm, it's not proving that I have power or that I am powerful or that I need to give reasons why I should be honored as powerful. It's just like getting that deep inner knowing of like, I am powerful because of this capacity that my body naturally has, which is literally, like you said, to create life. Every single month when we don't get pregnant, we shed our like blood, literally blood, a release, a ceremony of release every single month. And that's really powerful. And like, I I always see memes of things of like, it's funny that, you know, men and women do the same jobs, yet women bleed for five days, sometimes through excruciating pain and do the exact same thing. And yet feel less confident. Like, it's just, to me, it doesn't make sense. And that's why this whole reawakening is happening because that is what is, makes sense. That's the truth is that the feminine is powerful. And to me, I'm just seeing it as like, we're just reclaiming our spot. We're, we're, we're not shaming the masculine. We're not going to shame the patriarchy until, and blame. And we don't need to put our energy there. All we have to do is put our energy on the fact that we are the divine feminine and we will come together and rise up and be an example towards others and really leave all of the the blaming of why it's like this or you know all of that is just not that important it's like share your story and what has happened to you you know there are certain aspects that things of that have happened to me that I'm like okay you know I need to recognize it, it needs to be heard and seen and validated And then I can move on. You know, that's not my story. I'm moving on to this new story. And I pick this story. And yeah, that's kind of the way I see (laughs) the divine feminine. I feel like there's so much to it. And it has a lot to do also with, um, it's all kind of tied together. The feminine wound, 
the mother wound, the sister wound. So historically, like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, if, if you were a woman and you didn't beat the woman next to you, you might not survive. Like it really goes back to like survival. Like it's, it's so deeply ingrained in us. And that's what brings up emotion in me when I, when I tap into that like meditative state of, or in prayer or in circle where I just, I, I feel that I can feel that in my being. Like it's, there's this reactiveness in me. That's like, that wants to be better and compete. And I have to unlearn that and remind myself like it, life is abundant. There's endless possibilities, infinite possibilities. And I don't have to beat anyone. And we're actually more powerful together. Like I guarantee if a group of five women put something together versus one, it's going to be so good with the five people because it's just this like explosion of creative energy and flow. And we understand each other and we have this, this commonality that unites us. And I think that that is just like the most beautiful thing ever. And it's like, it makes me really excited to everyone I meet who is saying what you're saying. Like, this is what I see. This is what my mission is. This is what I'm working towards. I'm just like, yes, like you have to do it. You have to do the work and you'll bring people together and then you're going to spark it for the next person. And it's just like, that's how change happens. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. slow domino effect. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh my God. I mean, everything you're saying, it's just crazy that we don't like learn about any of this or like talk about any of this. Of course, like you said, like we're having like this reawakening now where it's being talked about more and like, thank God for people like you that are sharing this, but it's like, none of us, none of us think about this at all. Like none of us think about how we bleed for five days and do the same jobs as men, or we have like a 28 day cycle. They have a 24 hour cycle Mm -hmm. and we like literally keep up with them. We don't think about like, yeah, like these wounds and like the survival almost like, yeah, survivalist instincts that we have that, you know, are causing this like disconnection. We just don't, we don't learn about all of this, like any of this. We just are made to feel like we're crazy um, mm-hmm. what do you think is like the first step? Okay. So I, I see, so I love the feminine, but when we are too, how do I say this sensitively? Like when we are too far in it or we do let like the emotions or like, um, the chaos almost like take over, it can be a little messy with women. So how would you say that we use the flow and use the feminine for power? Because even when you say like, okay, like five women coming together to like make something, part of me is like, oh my God, like that would be so powerful because I know the power that women have. And then part of me is like, oh my God, is that going to be drama? Mm. And And maybe this is again, just like my beliefs or me like, Uh, Christina shared this whole amazing thing about just like the way we talk about our periods right um of just like just like the the connotations that we give our periods so I don't want to give like a negative connotation to it but I I do almost like my brain straight goes to but that would be drama or that would be whatever like I almost feel like for women to come together and be powerful 
we have to really be like tapped into like our balance Mm -hmm. and our power. Does that kind of make sense? Definitely. Yeah. I think that there is this, well, and personally I'm, I feel similarly to you of where I have always felt really strong in my masculine, masculine energy, as in I like logical step action steps. I'm very like, okay, what's the next step? What's the next step? I'm a little bit linear and that's how I see things. And that's just, and I'm still in a lot of ways like that, you know, there's some parts of me that like, that's just my natural instinct. And I'm not gonna, I can't like abandon it because then I'm not even going to be me. And I really also know that when you are too, too in the feminine, you're too, you, you have such little structure that nothing is getting done. Like that's also a, a completely valid thing to happen. And I think it really just depends on the, the person on where they find themselves on that scale. And I think that there's some aspects of the structural energy that is needed, you know, like that's how, that's just how you get things done. Like if I don't use my planner and write things down and try to keep it all up here and cause I just know what's going on and it'll just flow. No, I'll forget. You know, I have to, I have to use some aspects of structure to help keep me on track. And I also, I, what I really think is like, having the discipline to honor when you do have high energy and to work towards your goals. So I think too, like sometimes the feminine can get stuck in the dreamy state of wanting to, you know, visualize and imagine, and there's not really that action level. It's kind of stays in the dreamy state. And so I I have worked really hard to like try to find that balance because I I don't want to shame my masculine. My masculine has done so much for me to get me where I'm at, but I'm trying Mm -hmm. to integrate a little bit more flow and femininity into my process. But I completely understand where you're coming from when, like you were saying that your brain naturally goes to like, oh no, would that be drama? And what I think that that comes down to is just, it's just wounding. It's just some sort of, and trauma, you know, it can be, yeah. it, it can have an impact on you, even if it was so small, <laughs> you know, it's like, mm-hmm. think back to when any woman ever in your life ever said anything that made you feel less than or little or wrong, that's going to stick with you. And that's, yeah. it's just formulates, like you said, it formulates your worldview, even if you don't, obviously you are you empowering women, you work with women, but When you take a closer look, it's like, okay, there actually are still pieces of me that fear this connection and that fear the, the possibility of having to work through that, like really feminine force of five, you know, imagining that, um, that meeting happening. And yeah, I think it just really takes that trust of like, do you want to do that though? Does that sound exciting to you? And if it does, you trust that the right people in the right situation will work out so that you will experience that you know yeah yeah wow I love that a lot I never think about see I just never think about wounds we just say like I don't I don't get along with girls like girls aren't very nice like why are girls so mean to each other they're so drama and emotional and they just cause drama and like she's a bitch and she's a bitch and like we just are so like like it's almost just like this is the way women are but it's like no like women have been so so hurt um but I also love the thing you were saying right before that about like um 
honoring like your higher energy and your low energy to know when you use the masculine and the feminine? Because that's what I was kind of thinking when I asked you that question of like, you know, how do we find that power so that we, that we can kind of like, yeah, work together and get shit done, but still have that creative flow. And like, for me, I feel like what I have found is when I feel the high energy, like I go, mm-hmm. like I, I'm running and it feels so good. And I'm running and I'm running and I'm doing everything. And then the moment that like, I feel my energy drop, I just, I just stop. I literally just stop. And then once I start getting the energy back, it's, it's like intuitively knowing when to use your masculine and when to use your, your feminine, I feel like, because going against it is what creates the, the weakness. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah. I think when we, when you're, yeah, when you go against your body's natural flow, you're going to meet resistance and then it's going to feel bad because that resistance is going to taint whatever you're doing. It's like, you'll have this negative mindset about whatever you're doing when really, if you had done it, when you were at your full capacity, you wouldn't have that. You're like, you'll experience more success when you act, when you have the energy. And I think that is like, and for me too, it's like this idea of rest. Like I, (laughs) I've gone through a lot of times where I think that I'm resting and I'm still even like on my resting days, I'll be just super into like all these practices, having a 10 hour day of listening to podcasts. I'm reading, I'm like doing yoga, I'm doing meditation. And even then sometimes I'm like, okay, I, I personally need to take it a step further of like, okay, can I just be, can I just lay outside? Can I just lay down? <laughs> like not on my phone, not on my, and yeah. maybe still journal, but like just really take away for me this, like, even if it's a healthy to-do list, the to-do list, that structure, the routine and yeah. step away from that a little bit and only maybe do like two practices that feel really good, really nourishing, but stepping more into the just being, less doing, yeah. more being. And I think that especially with your work, no matter what, um, like if when you're in your in your autumn season, which is your like the week before you start to bleed, it can be a really powerful time to actually work on your business because you are feeling really in, like aligned and connected and intuitive and you're having all these breakthroughs. And honestly, you might be literally creating something at that moment, but that's different mm-hmm. than scheduling five calls, you know, on the day that yeah. you start bleeding. It's like, no, that's outward energy that you're actually giving and being in service of others. When you're on your yeah. cycle, it's time for you and in, in your autumn even. So I think too, the, the balance of, differentiating work for others, work in service or work for yourself and your goals and your passions and your whatever projects you're working on. And that feels different because you're not giving to someone. You don't have to hold space. You don't have to, that's a whole nother level of giving, you know, that like you have to really show up for that. You got to really be on. And so I think Mm -hmm. it's because like what you were saying, when you have energy and you go, 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 go for it. And even if you are bleeding and you have energy, Go for it, but in a different way. Be in service of yourself, not in service of others for a little bit. Totally. And I I think this is the key. Like this is, for me at least, this has been like the key of balancing the masculine and the feminine because some people just don't know when to like push and then when to rest, right? It's like this confusion of like, am I being lazy right now? Or like, do I actually need to rest? Like, do I need more discipline? Because we do still need the discipline. But like, I think this this is the key for, for me personally, like has been tracking my cycle 
And because then I know like when I'm in my summer and I'm like, you know, just not feeling like I still honor it if I don't want to do anything. But if I like am off my period, I'm supposed to be on my cycle and I'm supposed to be feeling really good and I'm not, then it's like, okay, I need to go work out. I need to like get good food. Like I need to get myself back on track. Whereas if I start not feeling good and I'm like about to bleed, then I just stop. I don't try to like push myself and like discipline. You know what I mean? It it gives you almost that like like um clarity on how to actually like treat yourself at least at least for me. So yeah. Yeah, it's really definitely a practice. Like it's and for me, and that's the amazing thing is it happens every month. <laughs> so it's every month there's a new chance of like this new experience, like it will grow and develop for your whole life. What you're experiencing right now might be different than in two years, might be different than in five years. And like, that's what I love about it is like your personal journey with your tracking your cycle and being in tune with it. It's like its own little miracle, just thing that you get to experience. And so it's, it's really awesome because there's endless ways to connect and endless ways to try out different ways of being. And it sounds like the, what, what you're doing is like, you know what to do based on your cycle that will either nourish you to continue or to mm-hmm. validate, wait, yeah, I'm not at hundred percent. And I, my body exactly. is not, and it's not going to be no matter what I do. So why would exactly. I force it? Yeah. Yeah. You worded that in a much better way than me, actually. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. exactly what I mean. Yeah. It's so perfect. Um, okay. We have so many things to talk about. I could probably literally talk to you for hours. I'm literally in my head picking and choosing which questions I want to ask <laughs> so that this podcast isn't three hours long. Um, okay. First, let's actually talk about tracking the period. For anyone that doesn't know, like, can you talk about the seasons a little bit? Yeah. Um, yeah, talk about the seasons, just a little, like, just touch on it and kind of, like, what's best for each season, what that looks like, and then maybe how you track your own period, just so people have some more knowledge on, like, what tracking actually means. Because we're, like, talking about it, but someone might be, like, tracking your period. They might be completely in the dark. So can we just touch a little bit? Definitely, yeah. yeah. And that's actually – this is, like, my favorite fact of all of this is, like, no matter what you know at this moment in time, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And no matter what you – have done with your period or haven't done is also perfect. And like, there's always this, like I said, every month is this new chance to start fresh and choose something different, implement something different. Um, So yeah, just having patience and compassion with ourselves because we were never taught this. And I know when I first learned about it, I was pretty honestly frustrated because I'm just like, I didn't know that I, you know, I, yeah. So just have compassion everyone (laughs) with yourself. It is frustrating. I love that you give that disclaimer. Christina gave gave kind of this disclaimer when we when she did the masterclass too of just like honor whatever like emotions and feelings are coming up for you while we talk about this because like yeah, of course we're going to be a little bit mad that no one's ever taught us this like how to work with this huge part of our life that literally affects everything and every emotion and yeah. I just I just love that you like kind of give that disclaimer of like if you feel frustrated or angry, like breathe through it and like that's okay. It's okay to be mad. Yeah, really though. That's what it is. It's like and sad also, but I, from my experience talking about this with people and myself, anger is what comes up because I'm just like, why did no one teach me this? You know? And so 
that's valid. And I'm not going to like dwell on that fact though, because I have the knowledge now and I'm going to keep getting knowledge and, you know, move past it, but also honor it. Cause it's like, yeah, that we have a reason to be mad and I'm allowed to. So I'm going to. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So basically it's really important to track uh, the number of days that your total cycle is. So there's kind of like two cycles, your menstrual cycle, which is when you're actually bleeding. So, and then the, the whole cycle is you start day one when you start to bleed. So I actually, I started my period today. So today is day one for me. Um, and I started yesterday. Wow. Perfect. We're synced. <laughs> and, uh, which is cool. Cause it's near the full moon. So, yeah. which is really cool. Um, yeah. So day one is when you start to bleed and you keep counting one, two, three, all the way every day. And the last day is the day before your next period. Mm-hmm. So that's how we count the total number of days in your cycle. So typically the average is what we all see too, with like even birth control, they keep it on the 28 days. So 28 days is typical, but that does not mean that it's wrong if your cycle is anywhere from like 25 to even 40 days long. The main thing Mm -hmm. is we really want consistency. So Mm -hmm. in order to have consistent regular cycles, the variation in cycle days should only be about, I think it's like seven or eight days is the max of difference. So if someone is consistently having cycles that are 35 days long, 34, 33 every month, then they're regular and that's okay. And so that's that's one thing to really check because that's uh, a really big clue into what what your body is doing and how it's working. And something I've been learning that I really like, there's this book called The Fifth Vital Sign. And it talks mm-hmm. about how our blood pressure, our temperature, there's all these factors of our body, biological signs that tell us how we're doing. And our period is our fifth vital sign. It actually is informing us on any underlying health issues. And if our body is operating at peak capacity, basically. So if someone is having really irregular periods and just not paying attention to it, there could be these underlying issues that are happening. So it's really important to to take note of like what's happening to our body. And that's why it should not just be ignored and dreaded because if you dread something, why would you put attention towards it? Like to me, the only way to have attention on it is to stop hating it because why would I, why would I care so much about something I hate so much? I would probably ignore it. So I think it kind of goes hand in hand of the, the mindset has to shift because if you're going to pay attention to it, you have to at least care about it. I hate that we just ignore it. Like, I hate that we just, like, act like it's not there. Like, we're not supposed to, like, say that we're on our period. Like, that's almost like TMI and, like, and like tampons. It's just like, nope, I don't even want to see the blood. Like, I'm just going to stick something up there, which I don't think tampons are wrong. I I use them, like, if I'm going swimming or whatever. Um, And, like, I really need one. But it just feels so weird to me of just, like, let's just, like, hide this and just, like, I don't know, like a – just diminish it almost like this isn't a thing no one talk about it like it's secret I I know and that's been a huge part too of like just coming to this realization of I have the right to talk about it with anyone I want and it's actually not Mm -hmm. too much information it's just my information and it's like I really have started to be more 
open about it and talk about it and tell people like, mm. oh yeah, I'm, I'm about to bleed. So, you know, I don't know if I'm going to go do that on this yeah. day or, um, I just stopped bleeding. So I have like, yeah, I'm super ready, whatever it is. Like I, I'm allowed yeah. to talk about it, you know? And I think I totally did that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> this girl's like, can I book you for a photo shoot? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I can't, I start my period that day. And I was just like, <laughs> that feels good. Yeah. It totally does though. Cause it's like, why would you do something that like especially a photo shoot that's fun why would you like put it at the same time as exactly this time when you're like oh you know and so that's really beautiful congrats for making that um yeah. priority in your life you. and yeah so very briefly the cycles there's four inner seasons of our entire cycle so when mm -hmm. we're actually bleeding is winter and they really reflect and mirror that what you would think of with the cycles of nature so when you think about winter, very inward, when it's the middle of winter, you're probably not going to go run five miles. You're probably not going to wake up at 5 a.m. and go to sleep at nine because it's dark. So it's like, and there's so many different, you know, the food you eat, you know, you want something nourishing and hearty. You don't want to be eating a raw salad on, when, when you're, when you're on your moon because that isn't really going to support you. You need something to help your body, especially with the climate that you're in, you actually live in. That's when it's really important to think of that too. So with each of these seasons, just kind of thinking about what do you think of when you look in nature, what do plants do? And then in a lot of ways, we can mirror that. So winter is our bleed. And then when we come out of winter, that's spring. So when we, it's like, think of think of animals coming out of hibernation. It's like, you kind of are like stretching. You're like, I'm back. Like I'm here. Okay. I'm kind of like getting back into it. Like, okay, I'm going to put more energy out. I'm going to try and like pick up the pace a little bit and do things that have a little bit more of that, you know, maybe even like experimental energy. Like you could cook something fun, new, new recipe, or you could um, just really tap into this, this kind of like rebirth process that you just went through. And then after um, spring will be summer, which is typically when you ovulate. So you typically you ovulate about 10 to 14 days after you bleed. And um, that's what I'm getting a little more into right now is actually confirming and finding, making sure when I'm ovulating. And so there's a lot of ways to do that using different methods, um, not using birth control, but actually confirming ovulation is really important for your menstrual health because our body needs to ovulate. It's a part of our biology that it has to happen. And when we suppress ovulation, there's a lot of other health effects that we can experience later on in life. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm starting to get more into exactly when is my fertile window um, when can I figure out when I'm ovulating and you can only get pregnant during that, this fertile window, which is five to seven days every month. And that was another thing that really blew my mind. I was like, what? I thought that I could get pregnant all the time. Like I was always told no matter what I do, you, you know, like there's just this sense of like sex education was basically like, don't have sex. And it's yeah. like, it's so unrealistic. It's like, it's so puts so much shame on this giant aspect of being human. And then it yeah. trickles into the way we trust our body 
which is just like has so many effects that you can see it all the time now with this level of personal trust. We don't trust our bodies because we don't even know how it works. So it's like, why would I trust myself? Why would I trust that I can do it on my own? When I have thought this whole time that like, it's completely out of my control. And if I'm young, I'm probably fertile and there's going to be no way to avoid it. So that has also been this aspect of it of like reclaiming the, the facts about my body. It's there are facts that I can live by that will support me. And I don't have to guess. I don't have to like be in this like, Ooh, what's going to happen? No, I can learn and I will, you know, it's like this, it's, it's a fact. And I think that that's really what is beautiful too. It's like, it's not guessing. It's not wooey. It's not spiritual. It's not, it's, there's straight up biology facts and learning these, you know, if learning about the seasons doesn't feel exciting, it's like at least tracking when you're ovulating and when you bleed is enough, you know? And so after, after summer, then we enter into fall, which I think is a very stigmatized inner season. This is what I was really talking about in the um, class that I did with you was the connotation that is put on women when we are experiencing PMS. Mm -hmm. And first of all, I don't even really like to think about it. It it means premenstrual syndrome. Why is it a syndrome if everyone, literally everyone, all women experience it? It's not a syndrome. It's like, I don't even know why we call it that. (laughs) It's like, it makes it seem like, oh, I'm going through PMS. Like I have to, this is horrible. I have to fix it. Like I'm, this is bad. Like it's demonized and it's not, it's not even like that. (laughs) Like it's, it really isn't. It's, I mean, even just that energy, the energy of that word, even just when you say it, because like PMS, we always just say PMS, but even just saying the word like syndrome just feels so like, it sounds serious. It's like, oh no, I have premenstrual syndrome. Like, yeah, it sounds like a diagnosis, like a I don't like it. I personally am like, I don't know why we call it that. And I was actually in a call um, with a woman who was teaching us a lot about how to how to track these things. And what she actually called PMS was, um, please make space. That's what she refers to it as. And I'm like, yes, that's what it is. All it is, is a little hint that you need to be alone, that you don't need to be around people, that you don't need to put yourself in situations that make you feel irritable. And yeah. I think the, the autumn is a very, very telling sign also of if you are in balance with your body, because if yeah. you're having very irrational thoughts and mood swings, not to say that I'm, I'm never going to, I never want it to be labeled as crazy or I don't want the power to be taken away from women when it's being labeled that way. But if you are experiencing those things, that's a sign that there's something with your hormones that is a little bit out of balance. So that's all it is. It's just a sign. It's just a sign. Oh, wow. I was feeling so anxious, so anxious for four days. And then I started bleeding and it went away. Oh, okay. Something is wrong with my hormones because the, the basic fact too, is like, we should not be experiencing extremely heavy symptoms. So if we are feeling really anxious, really irritable, a lot of mood swings, super bloated, like very bloated cravings, like all these different things, they're allowed and completely valid, but they also point to imbalances that we can try to adjust so that we don't experience as much as much of those things. 
So what's like an example? So this period that I'm having right now, dude, it was probably like one of the worst periods I've had in like a really long time. Like I haven't been moody like this since like I remember being like a teenager, like at home, like maybe like 19, 20. I mean, I have I have like, you know, some bad moments, but like this period has been like the most painful, the most emotional, the most irritable. So like what's an example of an imbalance and like what would I do to adjust it? Yeah, and this one is like the the one I've actually done the most amount of research on because it also has affected me and so I'm like, okay, I really want to figure this out. Um so from research that I've done, so basically there's two main there's many hormones that are involved in our in our cycles and a ton that are like always fluctuating throughout the whole month. Um, but typically if you're experiencing really extreme symptoms during your autumn, during this like PMS time, it is a sign of low progesterone. So progesterone is just one of the hormones that our body produces and it actually takes, um, I was listening to a podcast. It takes more than like 200 to 300 more calories to create and build than estrogen does. And so mm-hmm. progesterone, it's really important to have enough food. So one, a really big, a big fix of if you're experiencing any of these symptoms, like a lot of, um, you're even cramping on your period, it's all tied together. But if you're experiencing a lot of those symptoms, it's, it really is like back to the basics. It's like, are you eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner during that time? Like full nutritious meals, not skimping, mm-hmm. not just the smoothie like substantial? Are you giving yourself enough calories? Because you actually need more calories during that time than you do, like, say in your spring or summer. So cal- like increasing the amount of food that you're eating, increasing the amount of sleep that you're getting. Like even if you normally get eight, you might need nine or 10. And it's little tiny differences where it seems like, oh, it's small, but it will actually really affect it. And I think that the eating thing has been a big one for me and helping manage my symptoms too, because sometimes I can be a little bit lazy. And I find that what, especially when I'm lazy the week before my period, I usually experience worse cramps. And um, yeah, so I think those are, that's a a couple of examples of that. Um, Yeah. And I think that it's it there it's both i think there's a lot of things that, that that are physical that you can do and sometimes it might be energetic like you know i used to also have you randomly i can experience a little bit more symptoms than normal even though i'm like hmm everything seems pretty typical but i actually am i feel like i'm moving through something i feel like i'm that's what i feel like it is right now cuz yeah. even the uh, what you just commented back to me on my story of like the the moon and my sleep, mm-hmm. like my sleep has been so irregular. Again, haven't had any issues with my sleep in like three years, like at all, nothing. And all of a sudden, past like four or five days, I can't sleep. I'm waking up like two and a half hours before my alarm, like weird stuff, weird dreams, like because I eat a lot and I sleep a lot, but not lately. Right. It's the full moon thing, I think. I don't know. I, it almost feels like an energy thing of like 
everything's just really intense right now. Yeah. I don't know. I know. And it's, it's weird. so weird. It's hard for me because I, I'm in both, you know, I don't like to stay too in the, like, everything's energetic and it, I can always pinpoint it to this thing I'm moving through. And that's why this happens because I think that that's really, toxic. you know, bypassing people, especially with actual, like, you know, severe symptoms. I don't ever want to be like, um, you probably have trauma that you didn't work through. And so that's why it's, no, that's not the only thing for sure. But myself there will be different um cycles that i a little bit different that i'm experiencing and especially like is it your um sun sign in aries are you an aries mm-hmm. yeah because this moon is in aries and so it's just interesting it's oh. like sometimes it can affect that you know like i don't know there's so many different things about it that you know that it, it can relate to and i think it's both it's kind of just like analyzing what you're going through energetically but then also the basic facts of, you know, taking care of ourselves and kind of the, bo- the both. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I just have so many, like, I just could, I'm so interested in this. I'm going to have to just get like books, more books and podcasts <laughs> from you and just keep learning myself because I just, everything we're talking about, it's almost like I have so many questions. My brain's on overdrive and then I'm like thinking and pondering so much that like, I'm just like speechless. It's just so crazy. But there is one other thing I want to talk about. Um, uh, Transparency right now. I might have to push back this call just a couple minutes um, that I have. But we can try and make this quick. I really just want to talk about birth control a little bit before we like close things up. I was thinking of that. I was like, I can't believe we haven't talked about it this whole time. Okay. I know. And I'm like, okay, I have this call in like 20 minutes, but I don't want to rush us. So I might just send a quick text really quick while we're recording. But um, we need to talk about birth control before before we wrap up. Like we have to because I think it's, again, it's one of those things that we are not taught about. Like, come on, just take it away, Christina. (laughs) There's no no question. It's just – Topic, birth control. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh man, this is a hard one for me. This is where a lot of my anger comes from towards the subject because I feel very frustrated that I was never informed about what I was doing to my body. And that just really bothers me. So that's just, you know, disclaimer, this just gets me really irritated. And if this gets you irritated, it's okay. Um, Yeah. So birth control Basically, when you think about it, what it's doing, it is introducing synthetic hormones into your body to trick your body into thinking that you ovulated, but you didn't. So it's suppressing Mm -hmm. ovulation. So if you're taking hormonal birth control in any form, um, the pill, the I don't even know what you call it, the thing you get in your arm, um, hormonal IUD, all these things, they're all doing the same thing. They're suppressing ovulation so that if you do have sex, you can't get pregnant because that's how you get pregnant when you ovulate. And so Mm. that's the, that's what's going on with birth control. And so first of all, I was never taught that it's important for women to ovulate. And I think it's a pretty common experience to go to your OBGYN and to hear nothing about this. I've never actually heard a single story of anyone ever telling me that their OBGYN told them anything about this. And personally, I got put on birth control when I was in high school 
um, because of painful periods and acne. And it was just like, okay, yeah, this will be a good, a good move because I'm not really liking this acne. I don't really want to go on any, any medication for it, but I think that this will really help. And so, yeah, without a second thought, yep. Sign me up for birth control. And it was fine, but I honestly, like for a long time, many years was not very good at taking it every day at the exact same time. But I had this fear of any sort of surgical anything. So I was always like, well, you know, I don't like the pill necessarily because I'm not doing it exactly right. I know that, but I'm scared of all the other ones. So I'm not going to do it. And so I started thinking about it though. And I'm like, okay, I, if I skip taking my birth control for two days and maybe other people can, um, they resonate with this happening to them, but I would go through a withdrawal bleed because that's what's ha- mm. that's what happens when you stop taking the pill. So in 28 day birth control, there's 21 days of synthetic hormones that you take. And then there's seven days of the sugar pills. And so the sugar pills are just there to basically, I, the point apparently is to keep you on schedule to like keep you in the routine of it. But also it's because that is the withdrawal bleed where you're technically having your period, but you're not because you didn't ovulate. And so when you don't ovulate, you're not actually having your period. So if you're on birth control for 10 years and you never ovulate and you're having this withdrawal bleed, you're not actually having a menstrual cycle. You're having oh, withdrawal, bleeds. withdrawal bleeds. Yeah. And so that's the reason if you stop randomly taking them, you're going to bleed because that's all it is. It's just withdrawing from not having those hormones. And this is where it gets really horrible because when I looked up into and in the book I'm reading, when it talks about the history of birth control, women would not take it because they were like, they would take the hormones all the time, like 24 every day and no break. And then they would think that they're pregnant because they're like, wait, I'm, I'm not bleeding. So I must be pregnant. Like this doesn't work because they don't, they didn't get it. Cause they're like, I, when I bleed, that means I'm not pregnant. Like they're following that normal train of thought. Yeah. And so the sugar pills were actually invented so that women would feel less scared to take it. Because we want women at the time getting introduced to this were like, they were not comfortable, not bleeding at all. That was like the main, the main thing that stopped it. And so the people who created birth control, that's why there is seven days of sugar pills, which is ridiculous because how many people, myself included thinking, oh yeah, it regulates my period. It makes me bleed at the same time every month. It's so great. I'm so mad right now. I know that's what I'm saying. It's like, it just makes me infuriated because it's just so not true. It's like, you're not regulating anything. You're stopping your normal body's processes. In what way is that regulating? It's not, it's it's not at all. It's like, it's completely masking whatever is going on with you. And so when you're introducing these synthetic hormones and causing yourself to have a withdrawal bleed every month or even not bleeding at all, which is even weirder to me, I don't know about that <laughs> because the way I look at it now, I'm just like, it's, it's a part of us. We're supposed to bleed. Our body was meant to bleed. And by stopping it, it's really going against what naturally wants to happen. And so, yeah, birth control, I feel is, is used so loosely as just this way of treating different symptoms that 
first of all, are just heightened when we're young. Like when we're in, when we're going through puberty, of course, we're going to experience these fluctuations and it feels impossible to handle because there's no support. There's no support in school to take time off to tend to your body. It's looked down upon and it's not accepted. At least it was for me. It's like, you know, of course I could take some time, but think about it every month of school, if you're missing three or four days, it's going to become a problem. And that's ridiculous because it's like, we should allow, be allowed to have that space to work through this. And I think that's a huge reason why people get put on it is because it's just easier. We're just taught this is a burden and it's not going to be fun. So you might as well just avoid it and take this. And it's like, that just like girls are so happy when they don't have their period like they get an IUD and they're like yeah I don't have a period anymore and I'm just like isn't that alarming to anybody (laughs) but I didn't it's so hard because I also I think that there's different times for different things in people's lives I don't think that we're all ready at the same exact time to take control over this in our life and to put in the work it takes to Mm -hmm. to track your cycle because this takes you have to pay attention if you don't care and you just, okay, whatever, I'm going to not care. I'm going to have unprotected sex. And, you know, you will, you put yourself at risk of getting pregnant. But if you are able and willing and have the space and time to commit to learning about it, then you can transition mm-hmm. off of it. And so I think that's the biggest thing is like, if anyone is listening that is on birth control, this is not like a, there is no shame in being on birth control. There's, it's the right choice for a lot of people. For many, many, many different scenarios. My problem is that the people who, a lot of the people I've spoken to that are on birth control or have been on birth control were never taught a lot of the facts around it. And that's where my anger comes in. It's not informed consent. It's trickery. It's literally like- It's like manipulative. Exactly. And it's like, and to me, I look at it big picture as like, okay, how do you take away women's power? You tell them something about them is disgusting and a burden, something that is actually a part of our power. But if you twist it and make it against women, that's very stripping of our power. It's like it's almost like I was explaining too in the class. There's a this concept of the red tent. There's a book called The Red Tent and women in like biblical times, we're not allowed to be in ceremony around other people when they're bleeding because like their energetic field is so open. It's disturb, it's distracting to others. Like it's mm-hmm. not, you're not meant to be around other people because you're so inward in this intuitive connected state when given the space. And so I think that it's, it's really just this big narrative of taking away something from women, twisting it, making it look like it's something that's against them, that's hurting them. When really, if you work in, in tune with it and you're, and you understand yourself and you trust yourself, you trust your body, it's magic. Mm -hmm. You literally experience magic. Like it's same with manifestation. We were talking about it. Like there's sometimes in your cycle where you're naturally going through the phases of manifestation. Literally you're going through the phases of like, inwards reflecting journaling outward action back to the reflecting outward like we naturally and it's perfect because it's on this around a month time frame which is beautiful because it keeps us right on track with actually you know actualizing our goals so it's like it's just so beautiful this natural intuitive system that we have access to and unfortunately birth control 
in my eyes, takes that away if you're not at least aware of what you're giving up by being on that. Because like I said, it is the right choice for some people. Some people don't want to learn about it. They just don't feel that they're ready or they don't feel confident yet. They don't feel like they trust themselves to to learn that and go through that. And that's totally fine. It's just once you, I mean, it's been a pretty common reaction. You know, once you learn about why this was created and why, how it was given to women, of course, we're like, wait, I wasn't told either. It's like, it's a collective experience. Like there's a reason that we're all feeling that it's because like you said, this awakening that's happening. It's like, we're all going through this same realization of like, wait, my blood is amazing and beautiful and powerful and I don't have to suppress it. There's no need for me to suppress it. And I, I can learn how to work with my body so that I can avoid pregnancy or attempt if I want to conceive. And I think that's the beautiful thing too, is like some people don't track their cycle or want to because they're not going to get pregnant. But think about it. If in five years you want to get pregnant, how much harder is it going to be to, oh, now I'm going to start learning about my body while I'm trying to get pregnant. That's just going to make it so much more complicated and it's not going to be smooth. If you've been working with your body for years and you're like, now I want to conceive a baby. I guarantee it's going to be a lot faster because you already know you're in tune exactly when you're fertile, when you're not, it's like, you already know what's going on. And so it's like, it's like, I really like the phrase body literacy. It's like becoming literate of the way your body works and the way the processes of your body to support whatever goals you have, whether that's avoiding pregnancy or having a baby. Yeah. It's like, I mean, even just relating it to, again, like manifestation and creation, it's like when you have ultimate power in like, yes, I can create life when I want to. And if I don't want to create life, I don't have to. Like you have so much control over your creativity. I feel like that reflects in the way that you create your life. It's it's almost like you're shifting from like everything's happening to me, like everything's set out for me to like I know what's up. I'm in control you know, um, it, it almost relates back to your story that you're sharing about yourself of like, I, you almost didn't feel like you had control, but then once you learn about your body, it's like, oh, I'm in, I'm in control. I know exactly like when I, yeah, when I want to create, I guess. Yeah. And um, it's, it's so beautiful to have that knowing. Cause it's like, you, you don't have to be negatively affected by your cycle you really don't like it's it takes work and it takes a lot of effort to like really look at yourself and to actually make these smaller changes like if you're not going to change any of these lifestyle factors you might keep experiencing the same symptoms with your period but the more effort you put towards learning about yourself and towards honoring yourself to me it's just all tied like I experience such little pain in with my periods now it's like it's bare minimum like very, very little the day, like before I start, I can kind of feel just like a little bit of like contraction in my womb space, like a little bit of cramp, but like not like I don't take any medication. I don't like really do anything special, but this has taken me like, you know, a year to get to this, this place I'm at now. And I'm not, I probably will experience it again at some point. I don't know. I'm not, you know, every cycle's new too. It's like, you can't just like, you can't just easily always predict exactly when when you're going to bleed next. It's sometimes stuff happens. And that's the thing too, is like 
no app can tell you when you're going to ovulate. You have to track it yourself. If you're really going to take the, your like control, look at the different body cues that your body has and actually look at it and see what's there. And I think that we're really, even in the world of tracking your cycle, there's, you know, devices that tell you exactly when you'll ovulate and when it is. And it's like, to me, it's still not the answer. It's like, if that device was taken from you, would you know how to do it? If not, then what are you really doing? You're not doing anything. You're still putting your power in someone else's hands, a device to tell you. And the truth is our cycles, you cannot predict your next cycle. It's like, it's like the seasons. You literally cannot predict the weather sometimes. Like no matter what you do, the weather the next day will not be what it said it was going to be yesterday. And that's how our cycles are. Like there's so many people who have probably been affected by everything that's happened the last year and a half, you know, or you go through something emotional that's going to affect your cycle. You move, you start a new job, you enter around, you know, other new beings, like all that new energy. Now you're absorbing it. And when we don't do like energetic cleansing of our own aura and space, we're open to that. And so that's my other thing too, is like, you have to really decide to really listen and look at your body and never take the route that something else or someone else can tell you or help you do it. Like you have to, you have to take the power back and recognize and be okay that, yeah, my cycle might change. Something might happen that I'm not exactly, that wasn't to the dot of the date from my past seven cycles, but that's okay because I'm a cyclical being and I'm affected by what's going on around me. Like that's what makes me human is I act, I'm not a robot. <laughs> and that's like the biggest yeah. thing for me too is like, we're not robots and it, we're not ever going to be these like perfect lined up. Everything makes sense. It's just learning to read the cues of our body so that we can accomplish the goals that we're trying to do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's so it. much, there's so much with how to track too. It's like, sometimes I'm like, yeah. I feel like I'm barely scratching the surface. Cause it's like, it's, it's like I also what that. you said too, with like, it starts with mindset. That's where it all starts. It's like, I can't even talk about how to track your cycle until it's like making sure we don't hate, you don't hate it. Right. Like, you know, and I, I have found too, like what I'm really trying to offer for people who are interested is people who are wanting to just learn about this and have space be held for them to just go off and tell their story. What is your story? Like what has happened to you related to all of this and how, how does it make you feel? And what do you want to change about it? What are your goals? What are your intentions? And that will change through time about how you connect to your cycle. That'll help lead you through like, what rituals do I want to do? What self-care practices? What, what book podcast do I want to learn and read so I can learn about this? Like it's this process that you get to choose for yourself and it's like never ending, but it's hard because it's like the first step is mindset. It's just like, you have to have space that to be seen that this is frustrating and hard to learn and to, you know, have your story be told because everyone's different. And that's what I learned too. in like women's circles is like, we're all just mirrors of one another. Like every time I hear a woman tell a story, even what you're saying earlier about, Oh, I think of drama and cattiness. It's like instantly I'm catapulted back to this time when I thought the same thing because we Mm -hmm. all experience the same things at different times. So it's just like, you know, having space totally. and support for each other to go through that. Yeah. If there's anything I've learned from coaching so many women, I mean, I coach like usually 25 to 30 women every single week. 
Like I literally see them every week. I talk to them, most of them on a one-on-one basis. And like if there's anything I've learned from being around that many women that intimately, it's that we're literally all going through the exact same things. All of us. Yeah. And it'll look a little bit different and we have our own ways of dealing with it and working with it and feeling it. But like, goddamn, we are all going through the exact same things and usually at the exact same time as well, which is fascinating. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy that we're so connected and and we just don't take advantage of that enough, I don't think. But I'm trying to now. I'm grateful to be doing things like this where it's like, I don't know, just connecting with women and their stories and like this kind of knowledge. I think it's just um, powerful beyond measure truly so yes it's totally it's totally the future too it's like this is how we switch this is how we create a lifestyle that actually honors what we want which is exactly Mm -hmm. what you're doing when you're coaching people too it's like not only are you motivating them to like actually follow their passions typically that comes in a way of not doing the nine to five and why does the nine to five not work because it doesn't honor it it's like it's all tied together Yeah. yeah it's like we're not the typical system in society is not built for us. So of course it is going to beat us down, burn us out and make us feel horrible because it's like, it's, we're not even like allowed to experience any of these very natural things. It's like, it's, yeah. It's wild. So much. Like, like I said, I could literally talk to you for hours But we're going to wrap things up and then if you guys have more questions, I mean, we can always do like an Instagram live follow up or I'm sure you guys can reach out to Christina. But I'm going to ask you like my my two questions that I ask all my guests and and kind of wrap things. Um, But maybe we could even do a part two if you're interested. If like my girls have more like specific questions, we can just do do some more or I'm I'm sure Chris. Oh, Christina will actually scratch all of that. I mean, I'd still love to have you back, but Christina has something fun coming up and she'll share that. And I actually decided I'm going to switch my schedule around so that I can release this before your thing. Cool. So that people will hear about it. Um, but okay, wait, let me ask my last two questions. Yes. Number one, um, I asked this to everyone. What would you say to yourself if you at your lowest point in your life was listening in right now. So you from the past, Mm. your lowest point, what would you say to her? Mm. I think I would tell her the way that you see the world and the way that you see what it means to live in alignment with your beliefs is all possible. It's all possible. And follow that, follow what is in alignment with your values and you will find what you need (laughs) because that's the key to it all that I've realized. Mm. I love that. That was a deep one. (laughs) Well, it's usually, usually it's like, keep going. It gets better. (laughs) And then Christina's over here, like follow what's in alignment with your values. That has the key. I'm like, I love you. (laughs) It's just so true. I find that like, if I, you know, the certain ways of being and living, like 
a lot for me is related to like sustainability and what I can eat and the lifestyle I live. And when I was living in a time when I wasn't, I felt very caged in and boxed in because I'm like, I can't live the way I want to. I just don't have the, the, the resources here. I don't have the community here. I don't have all of that. And so, you know, the more I have pushed, pushed, pushed to live every day in a way that aligns with what I value in life, the way I see things, then I have found more happiness. And I think we all know that we all have this knowing in us of like what you care about. There's gotta be, I can guarantee two or three things that everyone can think about that makes them happy. And if you don't judge it and you just allow it, then that's when it's like, you know, it's valid. That's the thing is like, no matter what you value, that's valid. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much for that. Follow your happiness ultimately. Mm -hmm. I love it. Okay. Next question is, so at the end of all my episodes, you know, I always give a little baby step, something itty bitty that they can do today or tomorrow to just help them get a little more connected to themselves, to their body. What little baby step would you give them? Well, first right now, today, in this very moment, you can check and see what number what day of your cycle you're on. So for me, really easy, day one, because I started bleeding. If you don't know, try and go back and look. Think about it. Try and like be a little investigator and go back and see like, okay, you because you can kind of remember sometimes like, okay, wait, I went to this. I went to eat at dinner on this place three weeks ago. Like just try to be a little investigative if you don't know your last cycle and just try to see if you can even get an estimate, see what day you're on now. And then commit to counting day one the next time you bleed and just start with that. I literally just have a date and I mean, I have a note and notepad in my phone that just says period start dates. And mm. I just literally have the dates. And so every time I start, I go put it on there and that's mm. why I can just keep track of it. It's super easy. It's not even an app. I just type it. Um, Love it. And that's step one. And then just start, just track it just start tracking what what's going on. And the main way I think very simple tracking, even if you are on birth control and go through a withdrawal bleed, no matter what is going on with, with anything is just everyday tracking uh, physical symptoms and emotional well-being, And just, just starting super, super simple with that it could be like a sentence or two for each of those things every day. And you can kind of see, sometimes you might be able to notice your inner season shift. Sometimes it'll be different. Sometimes like you might experience a really, really short autumn and you don't really have symptoms. And so you'll, you'll learn that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that my, the biggest mm -hmm. thing is figure out what day you should always know what day you're on. Basically, if anyone asks you, Hey, what day are you on? You should know because should that's know. how you live in, in alignment. Oh, I love it. That's my baby. Oh, that's amazing. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then last but not least, uh, tell everyone where they can find you and what you have going on. Are there more ways we can connect with you and learn from you? Just kind of tell them everything. And then, of course, I'll link everything that she shares in the show notes. Yeah. Okay. So this has been so funny, too, because, yeah, I've been I've had this idea for so long. It's just been in me and I haven't done anything about it. And I'm just like waiting and waiting and waiting. And so now when things are finally moving, it's like, wow. Um, yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at, at rooted.in.gaia underscore. 
And yeah, basically what, what I see, what I like to share about is it, it's all over the place. It's not just women's, women's issues and um, periods and stuff like that, but things with um, growing food and just in general plants, my lifestyle here in Hawaii, um, so much stuff that I feel is relevant. And, um, yeah, so like Maddie said, my, the first talk I did was for the group with Jane and I'm going to be hosting another one on November 1st, a Monday. I'm not exactly sure what time yet. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, basically just going to go into more detail about all of this and, um, yeah, just answer specific questions, which I didn't really have time for this last time because there was so much information to go over. Um, but yeah, I really, I just, I really want to work with people who, who are on birth control and want to know if that's the right decision for them and want support in figuring that out. And I, um, yeah, I really, I have this vision of just like being able to hold space for either groups or individuals to literally just share their story. It's like, it's so powerful. And it brings up a lot when you're like, Oh, this happened to me. And this was said about me. And, you know, it's like, it's really powerful to have that space. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. We'll see what else is going to come through and what else happens. I'm also on, I don't remember the exact day, but also, um, I'll be holding like compost, how to do create your own at home compost workshops and things because I've done that. So it's can it's all over the place, different things, but a lot of different ways. Um, super available in the DMs to chat and figure out any ways to support people, even just if people have questions and want to share where they're at in their journey with birth control or their cycle. I am here for it. And yeah, I'm really excited to see what gets launched out of me <laughs> and see what comes of it all it's so exciting it's so exciting like yeah thank you thank you for sharing all of that again I'll put it all in the show notes I'm just like so proud of you and excited for you like you're fucking powerful dude and like just the fact that you're actually um I don't know just just doing all of this and and spreading it and sharing it I'm just beyond excited and you know I will be there for anything that you do compost I'm like I don't even care about compost I don't know what that is sign me up I want to learn it because I want to be more in tune with the earth I'm like oh, sure Perfect. Let's do it. yeah so I'm I'm just excited to support you and be there and learn from you and and thank you for being here I appreciate you thank so much you. yeah and it's actually funny I realized that the name rooted in Gaia like rooted in the earth like that's to me, what I discovered is my common thread. No matter what I'm learning yeah. about, that's what it all comes back to. And that's that's like totally. my central pillar <laughs> of life. And so it can, sometimes I'm like, it's scattered. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's all it's not scattered at all. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, so that coming, that coming through, I'm like, okay, this feels good. Yeah. It's not scattered at all. I know what it feels like to think that you are. It's not. It's so clear because it's just coming through you. Like how can the universe and like what the universe sends you what's supposed to come through you and why would the universe be sending you something that's scattered that like doesn't come together that you can't mm -hmm. do something with you know what I mean yeah. it's all it's all perfect and divinely orchestrated so it's all magic yeah. it's all magic oh thank I you so it. much Maddie
Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All of my girls, I'm sure are like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you guys are going to have to go to Christina's period talk November 1st. So that's in like four, four days this upcoming Monday. Um, and I'll link everything for you guys. So it's easy to get signed up and, and be there. So, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Love you guys. All right. Signing off. All right, guys. Hello, I am back. Wasn't that amazing and so informative and so like you can just hear the passion in Christina's voice and everything that she shares. She's so fucking incredible. I'm just like in awe and like so many things that she shared just about our cycles and like birth control and the things that like I didn't know about periods literally blows my fucking mind and it like it makes me angry. I don't know if any of you guys feel angry right now. I'm sorry if you feel angry, but like fuck. Um, wow, it's it's so powerful. I really, really hope you guys love this one. I hope you guys go join Christina's period talk. That will be happening next Monday after this uh, episode is launched. So I'll leave all of that information in the show notes and you guys can get in contact with Christina and ask her questions and just go connect with her. Like you, you need to connect with her if you feel called because, wow, she has so much wisdom to share and I hope you guys all join, um, yeah, her period talk like masterclass thing that she is doing because I know that I will be there. She's just so fantastic and um, yeah, wow. I hope this gave you a whole new perspective on things and just shed a light on on periods for you and, and just so many things that, that go into it. So, wow. If you love this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend, share it with a family member, share it with a coworker, whoever the fuck you want to share it with, share it on your story. If you do share it on your story, make sure you tag Christina as well as tagging me in the Breaking Butterfly Instagram um, and, and just share it. <laughs> share it with everyone. Everyone needs to know this information. Everyone, every woman and man, everyone needs to know this information. So make sure you share it. And, and get in contact with Christina and share um, your thank yous with her and ask her questions and, and whatever. I'm sure she would just appreciate it and love it. Whew. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week this week. And I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye. Bye.